0: Welcome back to the Express Podcast, where we talk about art, design, and all forms of credit expression. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about marketing, including the strategies and techniques for how to effectively market and promote a product or service within a business. I've decided to do this episode because I'm going to university soon for business, and I'm getting a degree in marketing, so I wanted to learn a bit more about it before going into it. I've done the first few weeks, but this is just what I have learned and know about marketing at this current stage. So, first of all, it's important to know what marketing is, which is actually just the business of promoting and selling a product or service to customers. It is similar to advertising, but advertising is more direct in that they are using campaigns and targeted ads that they run. Marketing is more researching the strategies of how to get someone to engage with a product. Also, advertising is just a section of marketing because marketing is more of a broad thing. There are many different definitions on what marketing is, and something that came across recently is that marketing is managing customer relations. And it's really an exchange of value from the business to the customer or from the business to another company or whatever sales channel is, but it's all dependent on relationships. For understanding marketing strategies, you need to understand the marketing mix, which is a business model that lists strategies for growth, which include market penetration, market development, product development and diversification. Marketing penetration is focusing on narrowing down on an already existing customer base. It involves retargeting efforts to re-engage an audience on its products or service market development is selling existing products to new markets this could involve a re-imaging or reframing of the perspective of the product they can expand into new regions and markets but they must consider product changes to better adapt to the environment product development involves making a new product to sell to an existing market that already is established this brings new offerings to the market this helps to build your customer base and develop the brand awareness Once a new product is developed and launched, promoting it and creating awareness and interest is quick because the audience is already predefined and they know about the brand and can already see the applications of it. When launching a product, you have to assess if it's feasible, can it actually work? Does it create value and do people actually want it? Diversification is releasing new products to new markets. It's the creation of a new business and incorporates aspects of brand building. At this stage, you're really defining what the brand is, who the consumers are, and what value you provide to the market and what separates you from competitors. The types of marketing include digital marketing, content marketing, social media marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, email marketing, direct and personalized marketing, word of mouth marketing and referral marketing, SEO or search engine optimization and guerrilla marketing. Digital marketing is anything run online. This includes things like search engine optimizations or SEO, pay per click advertising or PPC and affiliate marketing, I like to think of it as metrics-based or analytics-driven, but it also includes social media marketing, content marketing, as well as influencer marketing as well. Content marketing is producing content and releasing it to engage an audience and promote a product or service. It's important to understand that there is a difference between social media marketing and content marketing because I listed them both, and it's because content can take different forms like articles, blogs posted on a website, and also videos and even books or eBooks. whereas social media marketing takes place on various different platforms such as Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and uses their format for posting content, but also gives the user or business a space to promote stuff and bring awareness to things, as well as build an audience and generate potential leads. Influencer marketing is where you pay a content creator a certain amount to speak about or promote your product or service through sponsorships and brand deals. You can even send them products to review and use to post content about for views. This can also bring potential customers and leverage their audience that they already grew, but it's important to consider whether the product fits their personal image and audience. Affiliate marketing is a fairly common and more talked about method, especially with how Tate was able to use this strategy, among other things to effectively take over the internet. So that really goes to show the power of this technique. But what is affiliate marketing? Affiliate marketing is where people promote a product or service and in turn, they get a percentage of the sales or they get paid a certain rate for the conversion of viewers to potential customers. Email marketing is a really useful technique, especially since every business uses email and every person uses it. So there is a very wide range of audiences to choose from and directly target your marketing campaigns towards. Email marketing is not only for running campaigns for products or services and releasing them to new prospects, but it also is used for retargeting efforts for getting return clients and also getting people back who viewed your content and expressed interest or even purchased from there before. Direct marketing is quite a personalized approach to marketing. And involves communicating with potential customers who have visited your site or seen your products but it can also involve existing customers who have purchased products before the ways in which you approach direct marketing is to interact with them through direct email campaigns showing your product or service changes or that offers incentives to bring them back to your website there are ways of doing this which include automated emails among other processes Word of mouth marketing is where you have worked with clients in the past and they have shared their previous experience working with you to others who may require your service. This is also called referrals and potential clients like to see your previous work experience and interaction with others because it is indicative of their relationship with you going forward. That's why it's good to keep referrals. You can also post reviews on your website or social medias for people to see. Search engine optimization is using the right text, copy and titles for your website to position yourself to rank higher on the search results. So when they search for something specific, you come up. You can also do this on social media by putting things in your profile and making captions on your posts to rank higher in the algorithm. Guerrilla marketing is the most unconventional conventional marketing strategy, which involves the creative use of marketing materials and promotions to capture attention in unique ways. It boxing intrigue for people to want to interact more and contribute further. The four P's of marketing include product, price, place, and promotion. There are various different models that include different elements such as positioning, but these are the main ones that businesses have to consider when promoting a product or a service. For instance, if you want to sell clothing, that's your product, then you set the price per unit, then the place or area you want to sell it in, and then the promotional strategy, which you will use to sell the products. These are all important aspects of marketing that businesses need to consider when they're choosing a promotional strategy. Target marketing is choosing a segment or specific type of consumer in a market. It is essential for every business to have a well-defined image of what their audience is because it informs the entire company's strategy, process and structure. The target market can be divided into two sections, which include demographic and psychographic factors. Demographic factors include location, age, gender, income, and lifestyle. Psychographic factors include interest, values, morals, ethics, habits, and their motivations to want to buy into a product, which includes their wants, needs, and demands. Identifying a target market requires a thorough screening process, which includes market segmentation, which involves dividing the market into dedicated sections based on psychographic and demographic factors. Selection, which involves choosing the right segment that aligns with the company resources and goals, as well as it needs to be specific enough for them to market directly towards. Positioning involves directing the marketing strategy towards a segment by choosing a valuable proposition that aligns with their wants and needs in the market, as well as that separates from the competitors. Tailoring your message takes place with the audience is already identified and they have a good understanding of their social economic status And various other factors such as their demographic and psychographic inputs this determines how they want to promote the product and service implementation is the final stage where the marketing strategy is used to engage with the target audience through various channels such as digital and content marketing as well as through print and physical promotions this all comes down to the message you want to convey and how you want to communicate it identifying your target audience comes with a range of benefits which include better roi or return on investment because the allocation of time, money, and resources are correctly chosen and are going to the right type of consumer who is the most likely to return value in the form of increased sales and profit. Because the consumer is having their wants and needs met in terms of product that is valuable to them, it leads to increased satisfaction and return clients as well as long-term customer loyalty to your brand, as well as it is an effective and efficient use of resources because you don't have to overspend or focus efforts on segments the market that are least likely to return value if you don't know your target audience and you don't have a good understanding of them this could cause you to waste time energy and resources on consumers who don't need want or care about your products or service and that don't get much value out of it and it may not actually reach or resonate with the consumer you actually want to target because it is too broad and therefore it has less meaning the different sales channels include wholesale retail both online and in-store direct-to-consumer d2c business-to-business B2B, and business to consumer B2C. The marketing funnel is a customer journey that they take from finding the product or service your business offers and considering the brand to actually going through the process of purchasing. The marketing funnel starts at awareness, then interest, consideration, intent, evaluation, then purchase, and then also a lot of models add loyalty at the end as well. The first stage is where you are made aware of a business's product or service This can be either through various forms of content and social media, as well as advertising campaigns, media and PR. This is also intended to boost brand awareness. Then consideration is where you assess the other options by comparing your product or service offerings with that of other competitors. This is where you need to ensure that there is more value to come out of choosing your brand. Intent is where your wants and needs are clearly defined and the purpose for wanting to choose a product is communicated through initial actions, such as interacting with the product or service offers. This is where you can give incentives and send messages to convince them to convert to paying customers. Evaluation is where you have decided on an option that is best suitable to enact a purchase, but they still require additional information to be sure of the purchase. They may still diverge and go back to comparing to competitors. This is where you need to show them reviews or just reassure them that their purchase will provide value, or you may even be able to give them an offer or benefit for purchasing. Then you have the purchasing stage, which is how the marketing funnel is set up to convert for. Once they have completed a purchase, it's important to send confirmation emails and offers, as well as updates on their purchase, because it's still a continued process and that's important to consider. Then it's important to remember to manage customer relations and ensure customer loyalty to your brand. Keep them coming back by either giving them special offers, sending emails or asking for reviews, which you can then use to entice new customers and continue the process of the marketing funnel. At the end of the day, it's important to see the marketing funnel as a continued process, of engagement wherein which at every level there is feedback in terms of data that can inform or affect every other stage. So that's why you need to ensure customer satisfaction and retention by having an enjoyable user experience. So marketing campaigns start with extensive market research into understanding other companies and competitors and assessing their strategies that they can utilize and implement into their own strategy. It's also important to conduct research on your target audience and know how to tailor the marketing message of your campaigns towards them. You also need to understand the gap in the market. What demands are not being fulfilled and how can you meet them? You also need to set clear performance driven goals and measure the outcome you want to achieve. Do you want to drive traffic, generate leads or simply promote brand awareness? You must clearly define your intention before going ahead. You also need to make a timeline for the campaign with tasks you need to achieve by setting increments as well as You also need to make a timeline for the campaign with tasks you need to achieve by those set increments as well as set the start date and end date where you can measure and evaluate the campaign's effectiveness by key performance indicators using CRM tools that track and identify areas of strategy you need to adjust by using analytics and data. You also need to use the right channels to launch your marketing campaigns on. This can include social media, content and emails but also other traditional mediums as well. When promoting on social media, if you don't already have an audience, you might need to consider the cost of advertising campaigns on different platforms and the amount of funding you are going to raise for each different platform based on what your targeted consumer uses most. When using social media to promote advertising campaigns, you either need to create high quality, engaging video content that's valuable or educational, or you need to design posts that align with your marketing message and use visual communication to direct audience attention towards your brand and products or service that you provide to make conversions and generate leads. You also need to track and engage with your audience. Listening and responding to feedback can help you adjust your campaign strategy to maximize effectiveness. To promote a product, you can do various different things such as listing benefits and features, but you also need to show an emotional connection and association. You would do this by leveraging different social media platforms and their formats for posts such as videos or images. What a lot of companies, especially software companies do, is they list their Product's features or functions, which is important, especially considering their type of consumer who would usually want or require this type of information. But what they don't do is factor in emotional connection and association. What can the consumer actually seek to benefit from your product? How can it provide value? For instance, what is its value proposition or unique selling point? People know the features, but what are the connections, factors, and links that lead them to realizing? How they can use the features to benefit them in some way to be a valuable resource for their everyday life what do the features have that equates to value for the consumer the most simple statement is that you need to show it in practice with someone actually using it so that's creating a unique value proposition to sell a product that separates from competitors what are some unique and practical strategies practical strategies include using multiple channels for your content including special offers and limited time discounts creating valuable partnerships and collaborations, as well as launching new products or events. Using multiple channels for content doesn't just mean using different social media platforms. It can also mean making website content in the form of articles and writing emails that announce new product ranges or promotions. It can even include in-person advertising. Sending special offers and limited time discounts over email through various promotions can be useful, but you can also include them on your website as well. They can either be direct towards someone or offered to everyone in the form of a limited time deal that requires immediate action and for them to participate within a time limit. Creating valuable partnerships and brand collaborations can be a productive thing to do to improve your marketing strategy because like influencer marketing, you can use their pre-existing customer base and be introduced to a myriad of new potential customers as well as collaboration, also build brand hype around them and you, and it can also make your product more valuable to the consumer. As we talked about raising brand hype and awareness, launching new product events can bring a lot of attention to your marketing campaign. You can either build up to a new product launch on social media, have special exclusive codes to enter on your site when a new release drops, or you can have giveaways and challenges to get given the new products at a discount or for free. So one of the most difficult things to do in a business, as well as in marketing, is to know how to market a service. So it's important to know that marketing is limited by the platforms and mediums to which it can be released on. So to reach people, you have to use social media. There are ways, of course, to launch in-person campaigns, but it's more effective and outreaching to use social media. So we know you have to use social media and marketing, so what are the different social medias? Of course, you have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, or X, and YouTube. And those are just to name a few, but the reason I chose them is because of the different types of media that they have available, because it's an important thing to consider. For instance, there are images, captions, and videos, as well as GIFs and other things, but those are the main ones. So when we say we are limited by the social medias we post on, what we actually mean is that we are limited by the format of the post itself. So the real question is how can we get the most value out of each form of media we use? For images, you either need to have a well-designed post showing a product or service and its qualities, or you might need to show your product being featured or used by people in everyday situations for association and perceived implementation. For videos, you can do a bunch of different things, including using photos or videos of your product or service being used in an explanation style video. Animations of elements displaying your product in different situations or environments. A video description or a educational video detailing the product or service using captions. But usually video uses a bunch of these different things. My advice on how to promote a service is choosing a different angle and approach. A lot of people don't wanna hear that and the simple reason is this, they like what they're doing and are passionate about it and there's nothing wrong with that but what really creates value in the market is offering and contributing to what the customer wants and fulfilling their needs and demands rather than yours. So what I mean is offering or packaging your service in a different way. For instance, I wanted more than anything to be a logo designer and brand designer, but then I also wanted to have a clothing brand. So I started that and it didn't really work out. So I went back to freelancing and that also wasn't working either. So I combined that and started to design t-shirts for people. And this way I could also design their logo and branding too, because that's what they needed for promotion. The issue with my clothing brand is that no one gets value out of buying into a brand aside from social recognition. So if I design for the customer, they're getting direct value instead of the proposed value of wearing a brand. And also people were asking and giving requests for me to design their clothing. So I adapted to fit the demands of the customers and needs of the market. So to sum it up, the point I'm trying to make is to change the outlook of your service you're proposing to the customer. Instead of designing logos, design t-shirts that also need logos and branding. So to keep it really simple, change what you're offering and the way you're offering it. Really position your service in a different way. When promoting a service, it really comes down to managing customer relationships and communicating your value and expertise you have in a certain area. So what are some things you can do to promote yourself? You can set up a referral program for your clients to get them to give reviews and feedback on your services. And in turn, you give them a percentage off or something that they can use in the next encounter. You can then use those testimonials in your website or social medias to source new clients. You can also attend networking events and seminars as well as workshops that relate to your field to gain insights on how people in similar positions operate and work. You can also meet potential prospects who are looking for more information or require a service. Conversely, you can actually host these events and speak in front of a crowd about your service and position yourself as an industry leader. One of my favorite things is you can actually offer free consultations or trial periods to give your clients reassurance because they aren't locked into anything and they can pull out or defer any time, which makes them feel more secure. Also giving free advice positions you as an authority figure and someone to come to for advice, which you can then choose to charge for later. You can also do free work, which not a lot of people like doing, but especially when you're starting out, it shows that you are capable and that you can do the work and they are more likely to come back to you at a later date for more work that is related to the work you wanna do. It also gives you valuable experience and shows that you know how to manage clients better. In conclusion, marketing comes down to how effective you are at managing customer relationships. If you give them a good experience working with you, they are more likely to talk about your service to others through referrals and word of mouth, which really gets your name out there. So what are the best minds in marketing? So an uneducated answer would actually be your own mind. And what I mean by this is your own experience is indicative of your marketing capacity or ability to understand it. Your experience, childhood and upbringing all influence the way you perceive marketing. So all those years of watching ads, reading magazines, listening to commercials, they all form your perspective on what marketing is. And I think you have a good understanding of what it is, but maybe you don't have the words or background research to be able to fully understand the scope of what it is but you just need to apply your knowledge and further your understanding to be able to be a valuable contributor to the marketing space. The best minds in marketing off the top of my head are Jordan Peterson, Gary V, Alex Almosey, Tim Ferriss, and Simon Sinek. Jordan Peterson for the valuable content he provides and his consistent ability to go viral with his information and spoken word. Gary Vee for his social media marketing strategies. And what I love the most is his emphasis on personal branding, which I will always try and preach as much as possible. Alex Tomozzi on how much valuable and good content he posts on YouTube and his strategies for how to sell books, as well as his insights on how to come up with valuable offers that can't be refused, as well as when he talks about generating leads, I think that's a really valuable thing you can take away from his content. Tim Ferriss for his incredible podcast and amazing writing. And Simon Sinek, who is a great speaker and writer with books like Start With Why, which became like a huge metaphor for marketing and has so much meaning in the space. To learn about marketing, you need to, like everything, have an abstract understanding of what it is. Then you need to further define what it is. You need to get down the basic terminology and have a list of definitions. You need to read the latest articles, newspapers, and intellectual publications. Watch YouTube videos, and I mean like a lot of YouTube videos. There's really a lot out there, especially in the podcast space. You can also listen to audiobooks and there's a lot to read about it, as well as follow the leaders in the marketing space as we talked about earlier. So is marketing a good career to get into? And for me, it is a great career to get into because when I look at my interests, I have always been interested in business and entrepreneurship, as well as psychology. And that's a lot of what marketing is. It's really like a combination of all these factors and different things. And also if you're looking purely at the career prospects, it also looks good. For instance, the pay is a higher average pay than a lot of other positions. With a 70k a year average but it can vary like 50 to 70 it really just depends on the company but for higher positions you can typically get paid like 100 to 150 for the higher positions within big corporations or organizations for me how i rationalize the decision to get into marketing is looking at how every company has a dedicated marketing department or they need one or want one this all comes down to how important it is for every company to incorporate marketing into their strategy Also, everyone says that a lot of people try to get into marketing and that's oversaturated and therefore there aren't many jobs going because they're all taken up. And I just don't think this is true because if you look at what I just stated earlier, every company needs a marketing department. And if you can't get a position in a company, get one at a marketing agency. And in fact, working in an agency is even better because a lot of companies outsource and offload their marketing efforts to agencies that have dedicated resources and departments focused on different areas of marketing, including research, strategy, even PR and other promotions as well. And of course, you can start your own marketing agency. I mean, a lot of people talk about running an SMMA, which was a big thing that was trending on the internet. But I just don't recommend starting a marketing agency unless you have a clear and thorough understanding of what marketing is. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Express Podcast. I hope you learned a lot about marketing, what it is and got some valuable insights and strategies for how to promote your business. If you want to watch the other podcast episodes, you can check them out on YouTube, Spotify and Rumble. And all the short form content is on all our social medias, including TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat and X. Thanks again for listening and I will see you in the next one.